After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. Be everything from newspapers to pets or rooms so filled with trash you can't even move. It's called extreme hoarding. And tonight, an exclusive on your site investigation uncovers what health inspectors say is a growing problem. See what employees are saying about toy collectors or even Hot Wheel collectors, action figure collectors, and everyone's favorite, Funko Pops. You think they enjoy seeing us come in looking for toys? Like this one here that seems to think we're a bunch of weirdos. Okay, I admit we can be kind of weirdos, can't we? Weirdos, 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 weirdos. Hey, Lashkey kids, this is your Uncle Staff Man coming to you live from the underbelly. And I thought I'd talk to you for a little bit about collectibles because I can't get enough of them. I am a fiend when it comes to collectibles. On our last little chat, when it was me by myself, I was talking about Funko Pops. And, you know, I'm addicted to collecting those because they are a little reminder of pop culture. And they are very fun to collect, especially if it's a whole set. You want to try and get the whole set. So it's pretty cool to have that. And then you got the Funko Pop app, which allows you to catalog the ones that you have and to be able to keep track of what you're trying to find. So, you know, if you're in the Funko Pops, that's a pretty neat little app that kind of keeps you doing that. The thing about collectibles, though, is when does it go towards hoarding? Because, you know, you got that show Hoarders and you have people who like live in squalor with these like stack of stacks of newspaper or animals or you know food cartons whatever you want to think of you know insert whatever gross thing there but when does it go towards hoarding you know for me i try to keep it simple you know stuff that i can resell because i do find myself going through cycles of reselling I wonder out there in Birdland with my latchkey kids if you all have had issues like that where you've had to resell some of your collection only to later on re-up by buying more. I know for me, I've gone through three cycles of reselling and re-upping. So my first cycle was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I'm a diehard fan of. And I started going to Toys R Us when it was open. And a side note, it's getting ready to open back up. So I'm excited about that. So I remember when I went through my first cycle of collecting, I had to look at Toys R Us. So I would go to Toys R Us and I would look at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle collection of action figures or looking at what else they had, such as stuffies, you know, I still have on my shelf these balancer balls that these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles plush balls that balance. So no matter how you throw them, they always land face up. And I, I have those. I, those were the first things that I collected. The next set that I collected was some keychains, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle plush keychains. I still have those. And then I started looking at the re-releases of the action figures from 
the early 90s and 80s. So I did that. You know, I started collecting those. And as time went on, it started to be more fun to go on eBay and look at these lots of action figures. Now, for those who don't know, if you're doing a collection, there are people who sell on eBay that have lots. That means it's like a bunch of them that, you know, might be missing an arm or you have to really pay attention, you know, read the description and everything like that. But they might be missing an arm or a leg or it might be one of four or, you know, four missing one or something like that. I started going on eBay to bid on lots and I had the military set of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where they represented the different branches of the service. I had the Wacky West Turtles. The only set that I've never got, but I've always wanted, was the prehistoric set that came with the dinosaurs. I've never pulled the trigger on those because I just felt like I didn't have enough room to display the dinosaurs and the prehistoric turtles like they should be. So I've never gotten those and eventually I will. I just haven't done it yet. So the other thing I need to talk about is when my collection got too big and I was moving, I had to sell a lot of stuff, which I knew I would eventually rebuy. You know, that's just a part of life. So I sold quite a bit, made a pretty penny and then went through a second cycle of getting more turtle stuff the arcade Ninja Turtle action figures. Uh, NECA, if you ever heard of that company, makes fantastic turtle action figures. The only problem is it's so damn expensive. You got to be willing to invest. And then you have to keep them for a long period of time because that's the only way you're going to get your money back. Because I know I've watched people online who will buy in bulk and then charge 100% over the price of what they paid for it to get a little more bang for their buck. And I'm against that. Like, you know, I'm all about commerce and I'm all about trying to make some money. But when you're just skyrocketing the price just for profit, just for the sake of doing it, I think that's a real asshole move. I mean, that's just me. If you disagree with me, you know how to reach me. But I feel like that's really a jerky move when you do something like that. So that was my second cycle. My third cycle I've gotten more of the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. So I have the Saturday morning cartoon set of the four. And then I have like the Mutanimals and a couple other sets of villains and stuff like that. Some boxed and some unboxed. And I have them here on my shelf. Yeah, here they are right now. And hopefully I can keep them for a long time. I've always wondered what I would do with them. So I'll either give them to my son, <laughs> but he doesn't care about the Ninja Turtles. Gasp. But <laughs> he's like, I don't really care about this stuff, Dad. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just donate them or when I'm on my deathbed, I'll probably will them to something, someone else or something like that. I don't know. And then I started getting into Marvel Legends, which are these really articulate action figures from Marvel. So I have Deadpool. The Thing from Fantastic Four, Black Panther, Nightcrawler. Those are the only ones I have. Then I have a couple Todd McFarlane action figures, which is Venom, Carnage, and I have a Spider-Punk, 
which I think was Marvel Legends, I believe. So I have that. And the thing about the Marvel Legends action figures are not only are they collectible, but they force you to collect. I shouldn't say force, but they put you in a position where you need to collect all the action figures within that realm because they have these things called Build-A-Figures. And the Build-A-Figures usually come in different pieces within the box. And you have to be able to grab all the action figures so you can build the big figures. So, you know, it could be someone like Kingpin or Armadillo, Super Scroll, the Wendigo, stuff like that. So if you're into Marvel and you like doing that, then that's a fun little challenge of collecting all that. Or you can go on eBay and most likely someone has that build a figure for sale. So you're able to just buy it right then and there. It might be an upcharge, but, you know, that's the society we live in right now. I think other things that I've collected are the Iron Giants. I've collected different Iron Giants. You know, that's such a solid movie. There's no need for a sequel for that. I hope they don't ever do that. If they do a live action, I would be interested in seeing that. But I did collect the Iron Giants. I have three of them, two of which the eyes light up. One, which is a really sturdy material. Like it won't break if it falls, but I I don't want it to fall. So I have that. So Metabots from Japan, Astro Boy, I have that. Gundam Wings, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. I like the articulate figures. I don't know if you guys are into that, but the articulate figures are pretty neat because, you know, you can pose them and put them in different positions and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. I've also got into designer toys, which are a little more expensive, but if you find one that you like, they are worth the money. So I have a designer Felix the Cat, and I lost the shoes that he came with. He came with a pair of sneakers that you could put to the side, but he has his magic bag and a baseball bat, and he just looks mean as shit, man. I really like that collectible. I I wish I would have kept the box, but I got rid of it. And then I had a Finn and Jake collectible designer from Kid Robot, which was Finn wearing a puffer jacket, which is Jake, and he's listening to headphones. Anyone has that one, good on you. You like, I had that. And then I had another one from Kid Robot of BMO, which showed the inside of BMO. And, you know, it was pretty large. It was larger than I expected. So when I was working in the military, I would have that on my desk. I had a ton of collectibles. I had a ton of toys on my desk at work. And people would come over there and they call it Disneyland because I had so much stuff. I also had 1010, the book by Hergé, 1010 signs that you would see in a French restaurant or Belgian restaurant. I had those like bar signs hanging up at my desk. I had a couple Bed Bath & Beyond wooden posters of Batman and Marvel characters that I had hanging up there. So my desk was pretty creative. I am an avid believer in that if you're in a workspace, you should do the best you can to design it and make it creative. You got to do what you got to do. I'm I'm big on that. Two other action figures that I have that I really like is Abraham Sapien and Hellboy. I forget the maker, but damn, those are some solid action figures, man. Like Hellboy comes with his trench coat, his BPRD shirt, and he has a little rosary that goes around his waist. The detail and artistry that was put into both of these characters are just phenomenal. 
something worth investing in if you're into that kind of stuff. And I think we collect because it allows us to have to touch our memories, if that makes any sense. Memories are intangible, obviously, you know, it's really our thoughts. But being able to have something to look at to help us to remember is why we collect. And I can't not think of a good time that I've not had. I hope I said that right, where I didn't enjoy my growing up, you know, with my turtles and Gundam. These action figures just remind me of Saturday morning, you know, because Saturday morning was a fun time. I mean, you get up in the morning. Sometimes they would have like low budget, all pro wrestling would just be going off. So Saturday morning was just getting started. And then you would have shows coming on your starter shows. And then towards the middle of the morning, you get your real good beefy cartoons. You know, your Turtles, your Mega Man, Mighty Ducks. If you remember the Mighty Ducks, that was a horrible show, but I I, I just could not not watch it. Darkwing Duck. Well, actually, Darkwing Duck came on. Disney afternoon, so I stand corrected. But anyway, you get the gist. Big Guy and Rusty was another Saturday morning cartoon that I felt didn't get a fair shake. Uh, the Tick was another one that I really enjoyed. So you got a lot of opportunities to do that. So I don't have any Tick action figures. I don't even know if they make those. I need to look. It's just, you know, action figures really just help us to remind us of our childhood because, you know, as we get older, you know, we tend to get caught up in different things. And, you know, sometimes you want to sit back and reminisce because the world can be shit. I'm a level with you right now. The world is fucked up. There's a lot of stuff going on. And sometimes, you know, it can be hard waking up in the morning. You know, take it from me. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> it's hard to get up sometimes, but I look forward to the future. Shout out to Hard Knocks. You know, I love the Hard Knocks series right now, but I love the future and what it holds because you can look to something better. You just got to remain optimistic. Also, I'll speak to my bookworms out there. You know, I'm a collector of books, too. So I have a leather bound edition of Calvin and Hobbes, a complete series. I have The Witcher, the full series, which I'm looking forward to reading. I have a book based off, uh, well, it's a Amazon show, Good Omens. That's what it is. I just bought the book. I want to watch the book before I watch the series. So I have that Good Omens and I have another collector set of Mouse. For those who've never read Mouse, you need to read it. I know that they've banned it in some areas because it talks about the Holocaust. It's a book that they say, oh, it's because of the nudity. Kids shouldn't read it. Fuck all that. It's a good book. Art Spiegelman really put his heart and soul into that book. And I bought collector set two edition. And then I bought the hardcover because I wanted to support the artistry and the work. So I do have that. So yeah. On a lighter note, I did have a subscription to Nickelodeon, the Nick box, which was fascinating because Culture Fly is the brand that curates those boxes. And they had some really good stuff in those boxes. And I mean, I had to stop collecting it because I felt that it would be too much for me. I like the stuff in the box, but I just felt like, man, every quarter there's going to be something that I'm going to not like in that box. And then I'm just going to have it sitting here. 
I did get a pretty cool Reptar throw blanket. If you don't know who Reptar is, then you're missing out. You can go back and watch some uh, vintage Rugrats. But I got a throw blanket. I got a nifty kitty litter lunchbox from Ren and Stimpy. I got a Legend of the Hidden Temple ceramic cup, also with a crazy straw. Got a Nickelodeon Snick camera cover, which is pretty cool. I don't use it, but I do have it. You know, those are some of the things that I've collected. Journals, you know, I've collected journals too, because I like to write. Someone out there is like, no, this motherfucker is hoarding. <laughs> Trust me, it's not a lot of stuff. When you look at it, it's all spaced out and organized. I'm big on organizing. So yeah, just something I thought I'd share with you guys. And I think that's going to be it. You know, I just wanted to talk to you for a little bit about, you know, collectibles and the value. And I enjoy these times with the guys, you know, Aaron and Don and being able to just reminisce, you know. So I think I'm going to start doing this a little bit more, these audio blogs, because I was writing blogs for the website, but I like doing this. And there might be some times when I'm absent from the show because, you know, these classes seem like they're going to be balls deep in work. So I'm going to probably be away for a little bit from time to time. But I will do audio blogs and maybe we can upload those from time to time. So you guys know I'm doing all right. And just email us and, you know, write us and hit all our social media. Just let us know what we're doing to make your day go well. If you have any collectibles, you know, tag us in it. Let us know what you're collecting. I'm always fascinated to see what other people are doing. And, you know, we just want to get that show and fan interaction. So we appreciate you guys. I appreciate you for listening to me rambling. You know, we'll see you on the next one. Hey, everyone. It's Aaron from After School Special Podcast. Like what you hear so far? But don't forget to subscribe and download the show on whatever platform you get your podcasts. And just a friendly reminder, we have new episodes out every Friday. Thanks for listening, everyone. And sometimes, you know, it can be hard waking up in the morning. You know, take it from me. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. (laughs) It's hard to get up sometimes.